Last time on the Reroll Podcast. I really thought Groth was going to take Hogoth's offer. We can usher in an age of peace, serenity, and supremacy like we planned. Because Zarox can cheat death. But he must have known he was crazy. Wurlgoys, it's been nice knowing you. And he's going to charge this goblin in front. I'm failing to understand the politics of the situation, but I can understand that. Let's roll some initiative. Then the crazy man started telling lies. Something about Flint and slaves? He was a slaver. Did you know that? He's pathetic. And then something about me being a weapon? But he must mean kill him. Now there is your true blind spot, Groth. A child that you bring into war. Furthermore, she is a weapon of the enemy. And only to people who are mean. And then he said Bo likes mattresses? Who doesn't? And he looks up at Bo. Matricide. You fool, Groth, you trust this false prophet? And then, like everybody, Groth's crazy friend left. Goodbye, Dragonite. And he, his chest glows this strange green energy and he disappears. What will we do next? Let's find out today on the Reroll Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. Uh, I think I've got a, I think I've got a pretty hot button question. Been thinking about it all day. All day. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Yes. No. <laughs> I thought we already did this. What the fuck? Are you, no way. I, I have so. no idea. Brennan didn't live b- live in ghosts. Believe in ghosts. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I distinctly remember having a, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a different conversation we had. I'm, I know that Brennan doesn't believe in ghosts. Yes. I did yeah. not know that. I can't rule out the possibility. It makes sense, honestly. Why don't you believe in ghosts, Brennan? Uh, nobody's ever been able to prove that they've actually seen one. Yeah. You don't believe, like, people when they just tell you that was their experience? Or, like, how do you... No, I believe that People have experiences, uh, but, you know, as with, like, near-death experiences and everything else, it, our brains do all kinds of shit, and they also rebuild memories wrong. Like, it, when somebody can reliably actually identify somebody on a lineup, and the wrong people stop going to jail, then we can start talking about things like ghosts. I mean, yeah, humans are notoriously, <laughs> like, really fucking terrible eyewitnesses. That's yeah. actually, yeah. it's kind of a scary statistic of how... And of course, it's a statistic impossible to sort of be accurate, but like, it's scary how many times like witnesses are completely wrong. wrong. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I still oh, want to yeah. know everyone's yes or no answer, though, because I just want to. Yeah, please. I, wanna... I lean towards no, but can't rule it out. Smart. Yeah, that's fair. I pegged um... Latara for a hardcore yes person. <laughs> Don't know why. That's a. You're joking, right? No, no I'm serious. I, oh, I definitely thought you would be in the yes column. What about you, Tanner? I don't know. <laughs> That's I, not a yes I or had, no, though. Which, which way do you lean? I am a healthy skeptic that definitely believes I'm far too stupid to answer this question. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if ghosts exist. I've had a weird experience that I can't explain, but I... Uh, and to clarify, me too. 
That's so I guess interesting. Right. I guess That's the question is, what do we you mean would by have believe? a weird experience like that and still be leaning no? It, it, yeah, I mean, it was an experience I, where it wasn't like, "Whoa, check out that fucking ghost, bro." You know what? This would be great Patreon content. Ghost Argo stories are weird things that have happened. Why don't oh, we yeah. just pivot to a ghost podcast? Those are popular. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I listen to them. <laughs> I have a couple weird alieny things that I think may have happened, but that's about it. That's kind of wild. Well, I love that. <laughs> it's a shame you're not going to be in a certain upcoming project. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say that I don't think ghosts, as they are like classically described, yeah. yeah, I don't believe in that. I believe in. I guess energy being sort of stuck in a place and making it feel bad to a point. Sometimes that's just weird wind and creaky pipes and shit too, but I don't know. I uh, totally agree. And it sounds so weird to be like, I believe in energy, but like, it's right. true. Yeah. Like, I it's believe like, in it's vibes. It's more like about residual, like, you know, energy of like, you know, historical sites or something like that, where I just feel like there's maybe like, Something like that. Like, I think that's too complicated as yes or no, but I just say yes mm -hmm. because it's like, there's something, but we have no idea what it is. Yeah. That's kind of where I land, too. And also, I, there's probably other infinite universes out there that are, like, somewhat degree of parallel, and maybe sometimes they collide sometimes. And that's about, like, the closest I think I would believe in ghosts. Right, but yeah. That's, that's also kind of nutty, so, yeah. I've thought about this a lot, because it's like, is it a time that's... slip? Like, can that happen? Or <laughs> that's like, yeah, interesting exactly. energy. What is it? Like, yeah, I would believe in ghosts before I would believe in, like, parallel universes. Hmm. I don't know. I definitely I believe know. in aliens, though. You well, you know what? Ghosts don't believe oh, yeah, in aliens you, are, so. Like, I would have a hard time not believing in aliens. Well, yeah. hold on, because we're not going to have you on the, the upcoming project, so I want to delve into this a little bit. What, like, do you believe in like the like gray men is it like just or do you believe that there's just due to you know the infinite expansion of the universe there statistically is probably life definitely falls more towards like the it's, it's almost statistically impossible for there to not be more life out there yeah um whether Earth that is little tiny germs or you know like actual full grown animals and people and whatever maybe not as we describe them but um, I think there's definitely shit out there. I don't think every person that um has seen aliens or been abducted by them is fully sane necessarily, but um I don't Maybe know. I wouldn't necessarily design, rule it out. So I don't know. Okay. That's I'm with interesting. You on that one too. I can't remember who said it. I think it was Carl uh Sagan. Sagan, Jr. Yeah, who said the two possibilities is that there is life out there or we are completely alone in the universe and both are terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's sounds about right. Also, I'm like going to be. Oh, no, no. You probably have way more interesting shit to say about this than <laughs> I do. Oh, no, I was just going to say uh, I just wanted to caveat when I when I say no, I don't believe what I mean is I've never been convinced uh, it doesn't mean that I believe there are no ghosts. I'm still agnostic uh. about anything that you can't know the answer to because you can't know the fucking answer and to think that you're right and in your skepticism is just arrogant. So, yeah, just uh, want to I, that. I can see Ouch. it. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, he, I think his correct me if I'm wrong, Brendan, but I think he's saying like you can't possibly be absolutely li- oh, like oh no, one hundred percent. Yep, Casper's d- downstairs. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Casper's you can't know that, and you boy. can't know that there's no such thing as ghosts. But sure, yeah, I've heard a lot of ghost stories, and I, all I'm saying is the secret of the family treasure has always died with great grandma, and she's never come through a medium and been like, "Oh yeah, it's buried at such and such location." Have yeah. you gone to a medium to try and reach her? Not my great grandma. I, I don't have any family treasure buried. <laughs> Oh. That you know <laughs> this of. was a personal <laughs> allegory. I'm just saying, no useful information necessarily has ever come through a media. It's always like, oh yeah, so and so loves you, so and so is yeah, happy. Sure, so and so, so and so wants you to pay me forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always like that affirming thing too, where it's like they tell you exactly what anyone who's lost someone would want to hear, you know, and, and yeah. that is comforting in its own. It's just to to be told that no matter. If, if you know it would be true or not which i don't think that kind of shit's really true but you know yeah they play it's, on it's cognitive probably. bias and it's a known technique yeah. that's hey you guys yeah. we're gonna lose our medium audience <laughs> sorry guys i'll pay you 15 bucks to have you do a weird voice for my grandpa like honestly as someone like you know everyone's lost somebody though and like so if i would pay for someone like some people will pay for that shit the people will pay for just the affirming words to know to hear that be told to them so i feel yeah, like it's like it's... weird therapy in a fucked exactly up way. exactly just a little predatory well in the spirit of spirits, spirits. christmas and christmas <laughs> back to some D uh you we did leave off with you guys leveling up which to be honest i was a bit uh bit stingy giving you guys this level up i feel like you might have deserved it five episodes ago but <laughs> yeah i feel like it was like oh we're only at level four damn yeah yeah, yeah. uh so <laughs> let's talk about some cool shit all we you... do is role play we don't actually fight anything that <laughs> should that should garner experience if know, i'm, I'm running joking. a role play only game which flint's not even paying attention like half the time though so i don't think that counts yeah but he's like <laughs> puffing on the milk gar and i feel like <laughs> the milk gives, singer <laughs> that gives you life experience for sure <laughs> oh god tanner tanner do i get a fucking inspiration Ages for my you, goddamn memory you get an inspiration for the memory and an inspiration for it's your interactions yeah. god damn it yeah oh, the, a reroll. thank you, you. oh sorry you get them thank you I will take two rerolls. Yeah, that was take two. Redo the I, whole last episode. <laughs> I uh, I feel I like I always them. forget rerolls because whenever you guys do good enough for me to give you a reroll, I'm all engaged in the story. Like, wow. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I asked before we get into it. Cool. Uh, well, since you spoke first, first, Groth. Uh, why don't you tell us? Did you get any cool things at level four as a warlock? Or did you um, multi-class without telling me? How dare you? <laughs> I didn't multi-class. I wouldn't dare because warlocks barely keep up with <laughs> John trading in their own class. Um, no, I, I stole my ex-gay lover's glaive uh, and I took <laughs> I took a feat that, that you're cool going to hate. Yeah, that cool glaive. Actually, Shadow stole it and gave it to me. Uh... I took a feat that you're gonna you're gonna fucking hate me for, especially since I just asked for rerolls. Uh, it's a lucky feat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be a D and D game if somebody didn't take lucky. 
Oh, yes. I'm I really was thinking. I forgot it. that was even there. It's a good one. Guess I'm surprised it wasn't next rogue. level up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then I got two new spells. Uh, I took Hellish Rebuke and nice. uh, what the hell else did I take? Toll the Dead. Oh, nice. I got that one too. <laughs> yeah, nice. nice. Gonna be tolling some dead around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does a lot of damage. At, yeah. As you as you no, go Toll the Dead's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, who wants next? Mine's pretty easy. I just took the ability score improvement, so I have a now a plus four in my decks. Bumped it up to 18? 19. 19, ooh, yeah. okay. Now oh, you yeah. just need a feat. Yeah, you could get one of those feats that gives you like plus one dexterity and something else. Mm. Get I was thinking to take in the... Um, uh, I forget what it's called. The uh, the one that gives you like plus one in dex and also like has your or it's like five feet to stand up if you're prone or something like that. Mm. Or cool. um, the one that lets you take another fighting style is kind of cool too. But yeah, yeah, I didn't do that. Good. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. And here we are. Well, I had that same option of deciding to take go to nineteen or choose a feat that just gave me one, and I went with the feat. Uh. I got shadow touched for my charisma. Ooh, I was thinking about that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Guys are all thinking in <laughs> the know. same t- territory. Mm-hmm. Just what's so the on, on inspiration? Brand, right? Yeah. What's the inspiration uh, <laughs> for being shadow touched? I, I don't know. It's not like I have a name of shadow or anything. Seems but... kind of <laughs> out of left field, if I'm being honest. It's better than flint touched. I'll tell you uh, that. That like is that. not a feat. That is a curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in fact, I think it's a felony. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just talking about my character. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. So. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Uh, so I got the one charisma, but I also got a couple spells from that. I got cause fear and invisibility. Cool. And then just for leveling up, I also got to choose some spells too. I swapped out my magic missile for chaos bolt, so I could use my sorcery twin ability, where I couldn't use that with a with magic missile. What is chaos bolt? It's a chaotic bolt. <laughs> How am I it's not a, familiar with this? It, it's basically I roll like it does two d eight damage, but I roll a die and um, well I roll I roll those two d eight and depending on um, what I get is the type of damage it does. But if I roll two, I think of the same number, it actually will jump to another person. Oh, hmm. that's awesome! Cool. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Um, so overall, it's like on average, probably less damage than some of the others, but it's kind of fun. Um, and then for my cantrip, I took mind sliver and for my other, my actual new spell, I took enhance ability. Thanks. Okay. Um, I took a feat called sentinel. Um, which makes it so when I take an opportunity attack, it makes uh, the person I just attacked speed uh, go down to zero uh, for the rest of their turn. And that creatures will now take uh, opportunity at- or will provoke opportunity attacks for me, uh, even if they take the engage or disengage action. Um, and it looks like I can make reactions like with melee weapons um if they're attacking someone like one of my buddies that's within five feet of me so gonna do some more rogue shit keep roguing it up over here cool 
Yeah. Rogaroonie. Rogaroonie and cheese. <laughs> um, I looked at uh, literally like, all the um, feats, but I decided against it this time. So I've read all of your guys' ones, and I'm like, oh, that was a good one. I'm glad you got that one. <laughs> um, but I did ability score into my wisdom to boost it up, and then I got Toll of the Dead Cantrip. Um, I swapped some stuff around. I have Inflict Wounds, which is really good. Uh, blindness and Deafness, which is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spiritual Weapon, too. I think that was about it. That's pretty fucking awesome. I love Spiritual yeah. Weapon. That's one of my favorite Me spells. Me too. I know. It's really cool. And I love that it is a bonus action. You can straight up use it. So... Real quick, one thing I just was thinking, Octavia, with the Sentinel feat, it is now possible for you to deal sneak attack damage twice in the same round. Ooh. Which would oh, be yeah. insane. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, great rogue feat. Yeah. Something else I was thinking about is I'm pretty sure this is one of the first feats I've ever taken in a D&D campaign because I was always I too afraid right. to take them um, because I just didn't want to like do something and forget about it and stuff, but you know, podcast and just trying new shit, sort of. Uh, I figured I, love I might feats. as well do this it. Is, this is the first time I've ever just taken the ability score. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I, I yeah. do recall you taking feats almost all the time. Feats are fun. Feats. It's hard not it's to. Tempting. Yeah. He's got. He's I, got a, got a feet fetish. Yeah, I, I, got, <laughs> yeah. I got a real fetish for the feats. <laughs> yeah, I almost always take warcaster when I'm a spellcaster, but. Mm. It didn't work as well for this character. Yeah. Tanner, what did you take? I didn't level up. I didn't a get shit. anything. A yeah. bunch of Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Several tabs of acid. My penis doesn't work right now. <laughs> See? Reverse Viagra. See? I could never get it to. <laughs> Story uh, in two parts. Right, <laughs> An American tragedy. Uh, okay, well, let's... Uh, Let's jump right back into the action. So we left off in a pretty precarious situation. Um, Is it precarious? Didn't we just kill everything? Emotionally Groth precarious. Might be sad. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Emotionally precarious. Uh, Groth, I believe you're on your knees in the middle of this room, sort of. Uh, Shadow handed the glaive to you that was wielded by Hogoth. Um, and just to recap, in this room is a bunch of destroyed furniture and a pretty pretty sizable chest in the back of the room but most most importantly a single chair that is just faced towards this large ornate ancient door very similar to the one you saw with the sword locked in place what would you guys like to do can i like roll an investigation on the door or Perception or something? Yeah. Give me Clint's a... gonna go over and start kicking it. <laughs> it opens. That's how you did it. Just giving it, it just giving room. it a test kick. <laughs> uh, give me Solve a, the puzzle. Give me a uh, investigation. Flint, oh. if you want to kick it, give me a uh, athletics. Okay. I'm gonna break your leg. Perception. Flint. Damn it. Alright, well what's your perception? Uh, my perception was nineteen, but my investigation was eighteen, so take whichever okay, one you it's want. About, that's <laughs> Yeah, you're looking at this door towering over you, dirt marring this blue painted eye that looks almost exactly the same as the 
method in which the rope was tied around the skeleton that was clad in the cells. It's a beautiful, beautiful door. Not as decorated as the last one you saw. No mirror or anything. Just this very simplistic iconography. Um, and there is a impression that sits in the iris of where this eye is. That's a, a shallow sort of disc uh, sized impression. Can I roll Arcana? Yeah. On this door? I got a 19 on kicking the door. Uh, it opened. Boom. <laughs> doesn't even remotely judge. judge. Do I feel pretty good about myself? Though? <laughs> judge. It doesn't judge At least. Uh, yeah, you feel... You feel pretty accomplished. You're like, that was that was a good kick. And I'm a good person. <laughs> good, good square <laughs> kick, yeah. It doesn't matter that I'm a slave trader. Kick the door open. <laughs> yeah, that's also one thing to uh, sort of consider. You guys are coming fresh off of uh, some... I think I was talking crazy. I think we already <laughs> oh, knew that because he told flint told us that when we were in the house i believe i've definitely never mentioned that yeah, I, was I don't think i don't think before. he ever said that mm. he definitely mentioned that he was not not the slave trader i guess necessarily but you have absolutely made it clear that you don't really give a shit so <laughs> yeah i've and i've i probably haven't danced around the fact that i do illegally smuggle goods and stuff i just don't know if i flint's not forthcoming yeah, the with goods, the fact that he the smuggles goods he's kind of hinted at Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when we were dealing with the slaves thing initially, I believe he didn't necessarily say he was a slave trader, I guess, um, but he absolutely was not empathetic to... The well, comment I... he made to Shadow, I think, was the closest thing I remember. When well, didn't I... Yeah. Flint, like, greeted the um, the Blackreach, like, slave... Uh, you knew her. Yeah, like, I had business with her, but again, I don't think he ever, like, actually specifically said that he was a slave trader. Just yeah, a maybe not. I, I don't remember super crystal clear or anything. Um, but yeah, I guess we do have that to deal with. Star wants to talk to Groth, though, when there's a minute. What was that? Were you going to give me an arcana check, Bo? Uh, I was going to say that unless there's, like, you said that wasn't, like the other kind of murals and maybe religion it would be like apparent that religion maybe wouldn't be something that i'd be looking into with this or yeah i think i think you clearly can make the connection of the iconography to the the garb but i think that's about the depth of your knowledge okay but i'm saying that like it doesn't seem like it would be worth my time to try to dive into on a religious like yeah i don't think a religion check would give you okay, anything then i'll do arcana okay and i think unnatural um, 20 nice okay i think with uh with that arcana check you can definitely tell that this door is magically sealed and whatever fits in that impression of course is clearly the key i think when the others went to look at the door assuming groth is still kneeling there yeah groth hasn't moved uh, Shadow just kind of squats down next to him and is just chilling. Okay. okay. Groth would hug her, but he also knows that would kill her. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Um. Also would kill her. <laughs> Star is going to also kind of lean down next to Groth and say, uh, I don't 
want to seem insensitive, but I think we might need to search your friend here. Uh, he he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, yeah, we kill him. shit. I thought he died. Anyways. Well, I'd search the fucker myself. That's fair. Uh, Flint squaring up for another kick at the door to say, uh, <laughs> Don't worry, big man. These things have a way of coming back to haunt you. Bo's going to repeat what I've learned so that you know that it is magical door <laughs> and you need a key of some kind. I uh, got your key right here. <laughs> well, rephrasing Have you guys that. tried to see if Flint's foot fits in the impression? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star is going to ask Groth, would you mind accompanying me over to the chest over here? It seems like it may be important. For us to get into that, uh, probably could use your help. Or to come with you. And uh, his his two weapons dematerialize off the floor as he gets up. Okay. Shadow I would like policy. to, I guess, roll an investigation on the chest. See if there's if it needs a key to open or what. Sure. Like to roll an intimidation on the chest. Uh, Open sixteen. Up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems locked. Needs sort of a key to open the front of it. Okay. Just an off note. Remember when that rug almost killed Zane's character completely? <laughs> that, the that... Nick rug in that yeah. one room. <laughs> that was Sean, right? That was our last campaign. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That yeah. was so funny. I still so clearly remember you saying, it's going to be hard to fight this thing if I can't get rid of this erection. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like asphyxiating. Yeah, it was smothering you. That was, in our, that was just in our more recent one. I was there for that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I thought you said some other name. I don't know. I just said Zane. Jean. He said oh. Jean. 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 Oh, Jean. I heard Sean. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I did too. I was like, I don't remember this. Jean. <laughs> Who the fuck is Sean? Scene. <laughs> Sean DeLacroix. Sean scene. With a 16, you can tell that it's locked, um, and it has a sort of thick metal padlock to not padlock, but uh, lock uh, built into the chest. Okay. Uh, Groth, would you perhaps feel like using that fancy glaive to uh, maybe get rid of the lock here? Flint will walk over, also producing a set of lockpicks, and just like, are you sure you don't want to take a little more of a subtle approach to that? Star's just gonna look at him like, weren't you, weren't you just kicking the door that <laughs> is magical and won't open? Haven't you been I going through I, everything <laughs> in not a subtle way? Yeah, but like, usually there's not like mystery items on the other side of the door. Usually it's just a door. Plus, I don't have giant magical lockpicks. <laughs> Star says, do you, sister. Flint's going to walk up and kick the chest. <laughs> <laughs> and it explodes. <laughs> that was his uh, volatile potion. Chest. And that's the end of the reroll podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't even clarify that that thought came up about the rug because I was thinking about the chest being a mimic. But no. just to be clear, I, fear, I that figured that's where you were going with yeah. it. It's like, hey, maybe someone should check it. Yeah. That would also give Jean an erection, though, just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's going to open the goddamn chest? 
I think you guys should have an arm wrestle match over it. <laughs> or let the guy who knows what he's doing try first. Flint so gives a toothy smile and spits on his lockpick. Gets it all greased up. Yeah. Star throws up. Uh, what is that? Is that sleight of hand? I've never actually picked a lock before. Uh, <laughs> it's its own thing you'd have to have proficiency in. Yeah. I mean, I have proficiency in thieves tools. Okay, so you add your proficiency and your dex bonus. Okay. Um, so that's... 13. Uh, okay. With the 13, you hear this... And you just... You feel like you very... It takes you a couple minutes. You very barely get it, but you unlock it. Cool. You want to open it? See while what happens. Uh, while he's sitting there admiring his work, a shadowy hand appears and opens it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, yeah, he'll step back and just kind of give everybody else like a cocky bow and let somebody else open it. Apparently shadow. Okay. On the inside, you find... A number of things. What number? Uh, five. Right on top, you find what looks to be a scroll case, a hard leather cylinder tube with uh, sort of a uh, cap on it. You find there is a very fine silk cloth that is wrapping something relatively big. assume you guys take those out. Underneath that, you find something that probably immediately catches your eye. Five gold bricks with a stamp on them. And I would say, Flint, you probably immediately recognize this stamp to be the stamp of the Iron Dwarven Trading Company. One of the biggest banking institute, or the biggest banking institution in all of Rail. As well as a small belt of what look to be potions. Uh, you could probably recognize three potions of healing. Cross going to eyeball the bricks and say, This motherfucker, he knew I was trying to make peace with the dwarves. Flint will pick one up and he's just going to examine it to see if it's authentic. Star will pick uh, one up and say, I've never seen cocaine this color. <laughs> Give me an investigation check. I uh, use my mage hand to kind of go beneath the silk cloth that's wrapped around the thing and like float it up like a ghost. Ooh. 16. Does Shadow believe in ghosts? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not unconvinced that Shadow isn't a ghost. <laughs> Uh, with the 16, you take the brick, you bite it, you take a sniff. It's legit. Um, one thing I will say rolling that 16 over is you do know that these bricks are worth 100 gold each. Um, so you're sitting on top of 500 gold, but they are very sparsely given out. Only with business directly with the city of Bronzehammer do you usually get these. Uh, so they... They would raise red flags if we tried to spend them just anywhere, probably. Correct. Cool. So, when Shadow lifted up the cloth, did it reveal anything? Oh, did it? 
Yeah, that's what we're asking. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, okay. As soon as Shadow uh, lifts his cloth with it dancing, you notice, and Groth, honestly, it probably catches your eye so quickly, even with everything racing around in your head, you notice this ornate shoulder pauldron made of this blue and silver metal that is very similar to what Hogath's chest piece look like. And Groth, you immediately recognize it to be some of your old work. And the second you see it, it's like the half mask on your face gets white hot. Something you haven't haven't felt since, quite honestly, since you laid eyes on these companions for the first time. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't touch that. Why wouldn't? Not yet. Let me study it for a bit. Okay. Do, should, should we put it back down, or are you going to take it? Oh, I'm not going to fucking touch it. Yeah, I think it's on the ground right now. <laughs> Use no. the cloth. I thought it was uh, still in the air. Oh, I, I just lifted the cloth. I didn't lift the... Oh, item. I see. Not the thing. That makes sense. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, who's holding yeah, on to it? Oh, sorry. I think it's just on the ground. It got like pulled out in the cloth and set down while they were looking. Okay. And then I just took the cloth off. Well, I could uh, I could use a rest anyway. Um, maybe I could take some time and look over it very carefully before any of us look at it. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. So there was a couple of health potions too. Three potions of healing. Any other potions on that, or just the three? Just the three. Okay. And then Star's the scroll take case one. as well. And nudge at least one towards Groth. All right, all right. I can take a hint. <laughs> he drinks it immediately. <laughs> I thought it was at ale. Full, at full health. Boys <laughs> will take one, too. Tastes like a five-hour energy. Someone should take the little belt it's on, too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a pretty similar belt to the one Kella has. It's like a bandolier that holds smaller vials. Shadow grabs a belt. Clothes mm -hmm. <laughs> it with shotgun shells. <laughs> Wraps it around her whole her tiny body like twice. <laughs> yeah, it is probably well, does it, actually does it incredibly look, oh, big. Does it look big or does it look like the one Kella had? I mean, it looks much bigger than that. Okay, then Shadow won't grab it. It's like size for an I adult. I could, uh, I could resize this for you pretty easily, little one. I have Leatherworker's tools. Just cool. cuts it with scissors and tapes it. <laughs> that would be great. Then I would be matching like Kella. Aw. Oh, that, is, that was cute. Was that everything in there? Um, uh, that was everything in the chest. I'd like uh, to try scroll to case as well. Tell oh, that's what it was, the scroll haste? No, no, no. Scroll case. Oh, scroll case. We, we Can I scroll of haste? Can I spend time with that? As we short rest. Yeah. You want to yeah, try to do that? What, what are you? You're spending your short rest trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. Okay. And then Groth, you're gonna short rest with this pauldron, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Um. Anybody? Anybody else have? What are your characters doing for your short rest? Uh, Flint's really enamored with this door, so he's gonna investigate it and maybe poke around the rest of the room and see if there's any other like any other ways out of this room. Okay. Star wants to probably just generally perceive the room, see if there's anything else in here. Um, 
like any small things, big things, whatever, hiding in corners under a bed, maybe, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think Shadow's kind of helping with that by going through all the junk in the room. Yeah. Okay. So we will start with Bo here. Bo, on your short rest, you attempt to spend the time to get to know what these scrolls are. And as you unscroll the scroll tube, you very quickly realize there is no scroll in here. There's a map. <laughs> oh. This old, tattered map seems to be crudely drawn, outlining Rat Skull Cavern, and it's drawn in what seems to be, at first, very the basis of it, then the first sort of part of the path that leads from, you know, it, the, the dot that says, you are here, or whatever. <laughs> seems very finely crafted, but it gets much, much sloppier as it goes down, and it seems to be a path to something in the Kravnok Mountains. That's a pretty big map, then. It's a huge map. It's the size of, like, a big scroll. And it, it's a path? Seems to be, yeah, a path uh, leading to something. Um, in fact, what languages do you speak? Um, celestial, common, dwarvish, and elvish. Okay, so it, it is in. There are several annotations in a language you don't, rec, you don't uh, uh, speak, and I don't know if you'd recognize it. Um, I think I've seen star, um, comprehend languages before, so I'd probably at any point bring this to star. Sure, and we'll get, we'll circle back around to you, uh, Flint. You're examining this door a little bit more, looking around the room a little bit, around the door, poking. One thing you most... The big thing you mostly take away from examining this door is it clearly hasn't been opened yet by Hogoth. There's no visible seam. There's mounds of dirt that would have been pushed aside if this door f flew out, or if it opened from the other side, there would be sort of uh, smears near the seam, but it looks like whatever... Whatever is the key to opening this door, Hogoth had not figured it out. And you also sort of glean that from the chair that you're looking back at that is sitting directly facing this. And then you sort of look up and make eye contact with Star as her and Shadow um, are rummaging through junk, but mostly end up looking at the scratching writing on the wall. Um... And it's, it's in a language I don't think most of you speak, but I do know Groth speaks it, and I'm sure he would say so, because it is in Goliath, and... Groth's like, oh yeah, no, I, I never learned. My parents don't teach me. <laughs> it's not what true. Speak, Goliath? What makes you think I can read? It's in your backstory. You <laughs> had a tome racist. of knowledge, you idiot. You read a book. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, uh, that's fair. <laughs> a lot of the scribblings are, are it, it, like, illegible... They're sort of written on top of one another, on top of one another, but a few things you make out is certain phrases like, I don't understand, and show me the way, as well as things like, why, why him, over and over, to a manic point. But outside of that, no other valuables or interesting things you found. Now, Groth, 
You spend the better part of an hour staring at this pauldron on the ground with this burgundy silk cloth laid beneath it. And the more you look at it and you're feeling the white hot of this mask touching the skin on your face. This creeping burning sensation similar to that but a thousandth of the pain starts spreading over your shoulder. And you're looking at it and looking at it. And you feel drawn to this item. I think maybe Oxalt is telling me to uh, try this on. For safety. <laughs> if it doesn't fit you, I got dibs. Oh, even if it does, you can have it. <laughs> but I should put it on first. Don't keep us waiting. Put it on. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put it on. Give me a constitution save. Constipation save. Oh. Circling a nat 20 uh, until I got a 10. You don't want to use one of your things? Yeah, you got a little... Your, uh, got a little yeah. I think yeah, it's more yeah. fun to see what happens. I was going to say, let's see well, where this goes. <laughs> I don't want to kill Groth. Uh, I mean, several people have already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be dead it? because Groth killed us. I'm going to take my 10. You're going to take a 10? I'm going to take my what, 10. He's not going to yeah. use the re-rolls, what he's saying. Union 10. No, no. I'm, I'm going to take my 10. It's <laughs> 10 minute break. <laughs> oh, the 10 he rolled. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being this stupid. I have to wake up like this. <laughs> okay. Quit bragging. <laughs> You place this pauldron on the shoulder that was starting to burn. And immediately, all of you hear this sizzling. Only gonna take three points of fire damage, but it begins to fuse in your flesh and you just, you're kind of thrown into a state of shock. But Groff in your head, you hear Yes. Power. It starts to fuse into the skin and immediately scars over, not like an open burn wound or anything, but something that you couldn't possibly take off without great pain. You just cauterize that to your shoulder. <laughs> like his mask. Well, Fint, I, uh, I was going to give this to you, but... Uh... You know, you can keep it. That's pretty fucking gross. <laughs> Star from the other side of the room facing the wall is like, does someone smell bacon? Now, mechanically speaking, Groth, you now have this mysterious pauldron attached to you. Uh, it is going to have a beneficial um, element to it. When you are wielding this, which you kind of don't have a choice, um, <laughs> once per day, you can use the item to cast the spell shield as a reaction, which will give you plus five to mm -hmm. AC for that round. Nice. So it's a reaction when you get hit, you can cast it to uh, cover any gap when somebody hits you. 
All right. Sweet. Um, I'm going it's to... a really important question. It doesn't change my AC, does it? It does not. Okay, not at this beautiful. point. At this point. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> How is your AC 10? His? Really bad decks. Well, my unmodified AC would be 10. Uh, not with, the with bracers. your bracers. With the bracers, yeah, it would be... But why does know, but that do, not do, reflect on your character sheet? Did he forget know. to attune it? No, he's attuned and it's sheet. equipped. Well, I know that it's 14 after I cast Mage Armor and with the bracers. So I just kind of go with that. No, that. no, 14 I, would be... Yeah, I have minus one dex, so when I oh, cast mage armor, it goes. One dex. <laughs> yeah, so it goes to thirteen with mage armor, and then it goes up to. Well, it goes with to twelve bracers. with mage armor then. Or yeah, twelve with mage armor plus and then. Plus two, yeah. Yeah. It's just oh, weird man. that it doesn't factor that in, but uh. It is. Yeah. No. No. No element of AC yet, and it doesn't cover okay, a, so a large part of your body, but it is sort of just on this shoulder. Well. I'll take the uh, the excess leather from that belt that Shadow put on that I had to cut off to fit it to her and just kind of like strap it around aesthetically. <laughs> okay. Now nobody can tell. Except for the... It also big... melds into your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just everything that touches you now. Another six points of fire damage. Stars. <laughs> Stars like Flint, I dare you to go hug him. <laughs> okay what are we doing Starin. well I think me and Star were still doing something but Shadow actually got bored really quick and <laughs> thought of something and it's going to do something else <laughs> what are you doing um, she's going to minor illusion make herself look like all bloody and stuff like she got really hurt and then run out to where Crunch is and just kind of like Come crawling around the corner and be like, I forgot about Crunch. Crunch, Crunch they're all dead. Help me. Oh my God. You, <laughs> as you go out there, <laughs> you see Crunch great. in a bit of a interesting position as he has managed to weasel his head through a set of the bars to get out, <laughs> but is kind of stuck. And is like, Fucking oh, idiot. Shadow, I am really happy to see you. <laughs> oh good you've got a lot of blood quick come rub some of that around my neck uh one sec I'm gonna run back into the other room I just pop up and run back in the other room <laughs> hey guys Crunch is stuck out here suitcase what the hell ass what the hell happened to you oh I got really hurt Crunch did it <laughs> Where is he? I'm gonna come and then I, and then I stuck his head. I stuck his head through a bar. <laughs> well, I've been uh, meaning to neuter him anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Is is anybody gonna actually like go do a medicine check? Yeah, or, can I? Because Flint, Flint's not the right person to do that. A medicine check on me? <laughs> yeah. Can I? Yeah. Can I roll medicine? Yeah, definitely. Oh come on now! I got an eight. I have a plus. Like, where is it? Yeah, she's, she's, really she's really hurt. You I got a plus how. six to that. That's so <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, she's she's covered in blood, and you don't know how or whose. <laughs> um, I guess I'd cast healing word then. I'll, I'll just be like, I'll be like, 
You should see the other Kaipo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cast Healing Word. Okay, roll, roll a d4. <laughs> Seven. Congratulations. Didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what a cleric would do. That's yeah. what Bo would do. And so. Bo, as you I, cast I, this, you you sort of see that it didn't do anything. And I think by that point, you kind of realize you're being duped. <laughs> I'd be like, Shadow, I can't waste this. Sorry, you just cast so fast. Can't waste a <laughs> gift from God to heal somebody's grievous mortal wounds. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't real, so... I, that was my last spell slot in first level, so. But yeah, I mean, really, uh, Crunch is stuck. <laughs> we'll see. I like Bo <laughs> doesn't really believe you. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get to the bottom of this. And Flint's gonna march out there. As you come out, he's like, Oh, hey, so I know this looks a lot like I'm planning to escape, but there was, well, there was this fire and I was trying to save it from a baby. <laughs> and I just, I fell. Can you get me out of here? Kick him out. I don't firmly grasp the ergonomics of the subject, but I'm pretty good at pulling, so bear with me here. Oh, God. Uh, Grothwin by, yeah. Grothwin with, and he'll, he'll sort of slightly bend the bars out, not enough that sh Crunch can get his shoulders through. But enough <laughs> that Flint can pull him back. Okay, both of you give me an athletics check. 19. <laughs> so I pull really well with the bars don't bend <laughs> would, you, would you get uh, Brendan I had a nat one <laughs> you bend the bars a little bit in and you <laughs> succeed in pulling him out but Crunch is like <laughs> and then it's like yeah exactly <laughs> the more resistance yeah. <laughs> just like, oh god it's dislocated he stands up and just starts to walk, but he does it as an angle and just kind of falls <laughs> over. Um, did my investigating the room bring anything or no? Uh, it was just the scribblings on the wall. Okay. Uh, can Star help Bo with the uh, casting um, the Comprehend Languages on her book or her scroll sure. thing? Sure, sure. Uh, so you cast Comprehend Languages, and you're able to read this, and there's a couple notations here. Let me get my notes up. Does it tell her what language it's in? Uh, I don't know if you would know that from Comprehend Languages. I'm just curious. Um, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. Oh. Oh, and understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface on which the words are written. Uh, spell doesn't decode secret messages. It doesn't say that I know what the language is, just as I know what it says. Yeah, I, Shadow, I didn't think so. Sorry. Shadow Peaks, is it in Goblin? Nope. Okay. Do you speak any other? No. Good. Uh, not even common. I do speak common. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess she... I, at this point, I mean, we've kind of done everything else. I assume Star probably has everyone come over, so with all of our languages. Well, if you do have everybody come over. Flint's also dragging Crunch back there too. You, when Groth comes over, he goes, he, he definitely recognizes the language because it is in Goliath. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so I you know can this. save your spell if you like. Oh, okay, thank you. I can read like five words in this language. 
There's actually only seven There's words in the entire Goliath language anyway, so you're doing pretty well. I mean, but that's a good, like, 40%. You can't. And five of them are who let the dogs. Stop. <laughs> the book just said 42 when you read the knowledge. Those are the other two words. They actually only have one weird one word for both the uh, word beer and hammer, and it's like a conjunction. Bammer. Bammer. <laughs> <laughs> Ham beer. So, there's a couple notations on this map that Groth reads out to you. First one, of course, is Rat Skull, where you guys are. Could figure that out pretty easily. And then, about where the town of Brambleton is, it says humans. Going up close to the edge of the Kravnok Mountains, again, it says military humans going deeper into the Kravnok Mountains says giants and then underneath possible allies going further says dwarves big city and then going up into sort of Groth, you would probably know this. You have a pretty intimate sense of the Kravnok Mountains. It's it's in kind of a tucked away place, and it says, The Well. And I think, Groth, you get the sense that Hogoth, the next place he was going, was that old well you found. Oh, I've been there. There's, well, I don't know why anybody would want to go there now. There's nothing left, I don't think. Do I miss something? Hmm. How far of a travel to there? About four, three or four days, depending on the weather. I imagine Flint and I could uh, probably put our heads together and get us up there, but... Uh, oh, is that a hike? Yeah, I usually have other people do that for me. Well, I could put my head together. It's looking pretty put together right now, I'd say. Yeah, I've only got like, one of them so far. Yeah, that's like the right number to have, I think. If I had to pick one, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Philosophy of Rel. <laughs> Do I know the Dwarven City? Like, just based off the... Yeah, everybody knows Bronze Hammer, for sure. Um... But wants to ask. Or Brunsholt, as it's yeah. pronounced by the dwarves. Um. Uh, uh sorry. Um, but wants to ask Flint. Have are you from Bronzehammer? Uh. <clears throat> well, I've spent some time in Brunsholt, but I'm not really what you would call a dwarf's dwarf. They don't seem to like me a whole lot up there. Because yeah, you're tall. Like, I, I know my way around the streets. Understood. Who wouldn't like you? Uh, I mean, I've got a list. How much time you got? I like you. <laughs> Where am I on that list? How wholesome. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, if we wanted to make that journey, I'm sure, yeah, Flint would be up to that. Um, 
we should probably go. I mean, it hasn't really been that long since we've been away from the the camp and stuff or the lab. We did sleep a night. Yeah, it's been about a day. Yeah. So maybe we should go check back. There's also a few other rooms in this cave to still look at. Oh, yeah, totally. we, there's yeah. still the, the creepy hole. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Hey. It's my creepy sure, hole. I, I made I didn't, it. I didn't. <laughs> Show us your creepy hole, Tanner. Yeah, let's go explore Tanner's creepy hole. <laughs> and on that note, we will yeah. pick it up next week on the Reroll Podcast. Blah, <laughs> blah, <laughs> Tune in for episode 27, Tanner's Creepy Hole. I mean, 28, but yeah, All sure. right, whatever. He's counting. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.